What's up, streamers? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. Today, we've got a really fascinating episode for you because Twitch has been around for a long time, right? We've got people that have been streaming for 11, 12 years on the platform or so, and a lot has changed. And the thing is, what has worked for years isn't necessarily going to be the same advice anymore. And this also leads to a lot of streamers feeling uh, an- anxious and overwhelmed. And you get a lot of just anxiety and, and pressure on you because you have to or you feel like you have to keep up with all of these changes. And you feel like you have to constantly be reshaping who you are and reshaping what your brand is doing and, and staying relevant, essentially is what we're getting at here, right? And that's really difficult. You don't want to lose your community to these fast-paced changes. So today we're going to be talking about all of that, how to keep up. And we're going to approach this from the perspective of someone who has been in the community for a long time. She has also left Twitch to go over and stream on Mixer, and then she came back. And it's just, it's a really interesting conversation that I think y'all are really going to enjoy. So let's go ahead and jump into it and I will see you after the episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. Today with us we have Twitch partner of, oh my god, how long has it been? 2014, so almost five years. Yep. The Mav Show. (laughs) Thank you. Hello. Hi Mav, how's it going? Good. Feeling good. It's cold out here. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you on. So before we started this recording, we were talking about how our paths have crossed many times over the years because I've been uh, I've been around Twitch for a while, too. And Mav and I have kind of like seen each other from a distance, but we never really got to to talk or have a conversation. So I'm really excited to get into this. We had a little little bit of a conversation in DMs and it got so real so I think this is going to be a really interesting interview. Let's start. Yay. Just, yeah, I know. Let's start. Just well, thank at you the, so much for having me. I've, yeah. like, you asked me. I, I think we, I think it was something that happened on Twitter, obviously. What it's not real unless it's on Twitter. Oh my God. And, uh, <laughs> and you messaged me and like, Hey, would you ever be interested? And I was like, are you kidding me? I would love to just talk all day. <laughs> Uh, those are some of my favorite streams is like just talk forever talk for hours it's amazing i'm so excited to talk to you so let's start at the very beginning Mm -hmm. and then we'll transition into our topic today so first tell us how you found twitch so it's a little bit dorky so hang on um i actually used to role play in world of warcraft (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so it was on a different account, obviously on Twitch, but they were, we were recording the perspectives <laughs> of like the world PVP because we would all be in different raid groups and then we would all just fight. And then we would have like this story arc and then we would have like arena matches and stuff that would dictate the winner of whatever happened. Um, and so I learned a little bit how to, to stream with that. And then when I really got into and created the Mav show, it was on ESORP. So Elder Scrolls Online has a role play community and it came out earlier in 2014. And that was sort of the year that I started to stream. And I was like, I can probably do this. I like watched it a little bit. My first stream was an extra life charity stream that was 24 hours long, which was a disaster, oh which will never God. happen again. What? <laughs> and 
And the rest was sort of a history. I just sort of uh, took off. I uh, graduated with computer animations at Full Sail University, which if a lot of you guys don't know, it's a very big private college where ESPN is recorded there. Um, wrestling is recorded there. Uh, there's a lot of production companies that work out of it because of the equipment. It's a really big school, so it was really crazy to be able to do that. So while I did that school, I was an esthetician, so I was a skincare and makeup artist for a long time. And I did that to put myself through school because I had children very young and I was not going to be an esthetistic. I was, I'm, pretty, I'm a pretty big fighter when it comes to kind of breaking the mold and doing things that aren't the norm. You know, like I could have given up, but I was, I, rec- I just was never going to do that. So um, I kind of started my Twitch channel as a joke. It was really supposed to just showcase my animation work and just be me being an idiot, which it still is that. (laughs) But I've really, I've had so much fun along the years creating communities in games, being a GM, creating environments, creating just a fun time, just being the person to sort of bring people together was my favorite thing to do. And so Twitch just sort of felt natural for me to just sort of be a part of because I saw so many people doing it but they were so boring and they were not interesting and they didn't care about the people that were watching them and I was like I could do that so here we are (laughs) five years later (laughs) that's crazy oh I can't wait to get into like how the landscape has really changed because Twitch is so different now in, oh God, what year is it? 2019 (laughs) versus back then. But you were also able to do something like pretty quickly that I just couldn't make happen for myself. Uh, And that was like growing a community, getting partnered, creating content that was valuable for people. Can you talk to us a little bit about that journey and like how you got partnered back then and what it took? So um, it wasn't super fast. It was more of a slow... I mean, I guess it wasn't not fast. I started streaming the end of 2014, like the same month I graduated college because I had time. And then uh, July the next year. So a couple of months. I didn't really go full time until like February, March of the next year. So 2015. And then a couple months later, I got partnered um, I had a ton of people in my chat room, but I was also working with the, uh, the Elder Scrolls community at the time. And it was still such a new platform because that game didn't even have partnered streamers. <laughs> no one was partnered. <laughs> Everybody, was, we had no idea what was going on. That was back when like Destiny first came out and just people were still getting to know each other. Guardian Con wasn't even a thought. Um Guardian Con, if you guys don't know, is a huge charity event that goes on now, and it's ginormous. There's millions of dollars raised, but back then it was just like a family meetup. <laughs> and so um, back to starting and getting partnered, uh, it took a huge community. It took a gaming community to help me get partnered. Um, being the first person to be partnered with a game is, as a female was crazy, uh, there weren't, there hasn't been a ton of girls with Elder Scrolls until recently that got partnered because it was the game type or people weren't watching, they were just playing or something. So it took a long time and a big push to be able to do that. And I would not have been able to do that without my friends who would host and raid each other. And I was a part of another another stream team, which was really helpful. 
But before that, we were just gaming together and just having a good time together. So it just it naturally sort of grew and we sort of figured out what worked for me and us. And then um, I actually never got accepted. I've never been accepted as a partner. I've never had an application that said, you've been accepted. Thanks for implying. I've never had that ever. I've only applied a few times and that was too early, but I basically said, screw it. I don't care. I'm doing my own thing. I have hundreds of people on my channel. They just aren't looking at, they're not paying attention and I'm not going to sit here and let that dictate what I do. We'll just deal with the buffering and the pixels because it was like 420p or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. It was even before when people would get disconnected for the scale up for the viewage. So I said, screw it. Then I had um, director of marketing at Twitch come over and be like, why are you, what, what, what is happening? Why aren't you partnered? Like you have a ton of people and you make so much during streams. Like, why aren't you partnered? And I was like, I don't care. Like I, I, I've tried, it's not working. We're good. And so he's like, no, 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 you need to apply right now. And I was like, okay. And of course that was during like a fallout three playthrough. And there was like a bug so like I couldn't advance. I had to like restart and fix and like start the stream over. And like, there were so many bad things going on. And he's like, you're partnered. And I was like, no, I'm not. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been, it's been pretty crazy ride. Yeah. There's been a lot of ups and a lot of downs, a lot more downs than ups, I will say. Yeah. So. And that's, that's a perfect segue, I think, into our topic today, which is going to be all about how the the industry has changed since you've been a part of this in 2014 up till now. And we're going to get into a little bit of theorizing with where we think it's going to go in the future. So this is like a really, really important topic, I think, for everyone, because once you start to see some level of success as a creator, or even if you haven't quite yet, but you're a person that wants to be in this for the long haul and maybe go full time someday and and create a community for yourself something that's really important is that you're able to like stay relevant right and like keep growing and and at least keep maintaining and not go the opposite direction and keep up with all of the changes because this is a really really fast-paced industry so yeah. let's talk about what's very Twitch, fast yeah it's, it's, it's crazy so fast that sometimes there will be it's not even a trend. I wouldn't even call it a trend. I would just say it's a shift in the industry where everything just sort of goes like that and just sort of like twists your hand, like not even just halfway. And it just feels so weird when it happens because it's happened a few times and it's happened more frequently now than I agree. as when I started because back then it was the Wild West. And no one really knew what Twitch was. Now people still don't even know what Twitch is. But it's becoming more of like a, oh yeah, Twitch. Isn't that where Ninja plays video games? <laughs> yeah. Which is totally fine because it, what, to explain what I do, I usually say I do what Ninja does, except I'm poor. Because <laughs> 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 if you say you do what Ninja does, they're like, oh wow, you have like five houses. And I'm like, no, 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 I have one, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, god that's so. like the perfect way to explain it to people <laughs> i'm like a ninja before ninja was ever ninja ninja <laughs> but so good. not to downplay but 
that's just that's just how people think of it. Even with like YouTube, people think YouTube's still just for tutorials. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's like, a, it's just a huge video service for anything. Um, people just like to call things what they use it for. And so when you explain how you use a platform, so when I usually explain what Twitch is, I usually explain it's my community. It's where my friends are. It's where I create uh, my own show. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, that makes sense. So it's, it's hard to sort of classify something that has so many variables, right? It's Twitch is so many things for so many people. YouTube is so so many things for so many people. And it's hard to be like, oh yeah, I'm a YouTuber. Oh, so you, you, you have a drama channel. No, no, no. You bake cookies. No. (laughs) (laughs) So So, going, so many things going back to like when you first got on Twitch, right? What was Twitch like whenever you first started? Like, what are the, what are some of the differences between the the platform now versus back in 2014? Um, the major differences that I see now are just obviously more ads, <laughs> more <laughs> yeah. hashtag ads. Um, obviously that happened way recently, like within the last year, because of a huge event that happened um, that I learned about. If you haven't watched it, it's called the, what the fire festival. Oh yeah. Oh, that's such why a good we have hashtag there. ad on stuff because celebrities ruined everything. So, um, which is actually good. I don't know why we didn't have that. It's 2019 and we're not telling people that we're being paid for stuff. That's really, really shady. We should be telling um, people. Yeah. So <clears throat> that sort of stuff is really different. Uh, there are a lot more partners now. There's a lot more partners now. The requirement was steep and crazy. Like 500 like, average viewers. It was 500 average viewers on a platform that no one knew and... It was insane, but it costs a lot to have a bunch of partners. It just costs more. It costs a lot to run a channel. It costs a lot in the equipment to have clear streams. Like now you can kind of stream at 1080 and kind of get away with it. Uh, And that's crazy. That's crazy because that was nothing. Like you've never even talked about that because you're like, oh no, that's not even a possibility in the next couple of years. There's no way. Um, Subscription were different. Like, even partner contracts were different. Like you can't upgrade your contract, which I don't think this is a secret until you had a certain amount of subscribers back then it was no, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was literally like lyric <laughs> and maybe Tim the top man. And even then he was uh, like a little guy. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's just so different. It's, it's like if someone gave you YouTube before YouTube became YouTube and said, make videos of something. And you're like, okay. Of what? <laughs> I don't even know. What would people watch? Yeah. And now there's just like a huge industry for it. So, um, yeah. It's, and games are, games are more, more of like a theater experience now. Like video games aren't just for children anymore. Like people are over that. That's like, so not even, true. It's changed. It's the only games. child game. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only yeah. game that children play. Like yeah. <laughs> that came out last year. So oh, that gives so you any perspective. That's so accurate. I didn't even think about like how Twitch has changed gaming. Like there are a lot of people now who are creating games specifically to be engaging for a Twitch streamer's audience. Like we've got things like marbles on stream. We had, uh, 
I guess an example of this kind of is like Twitch plays Pokemon too. So they're mm-hmm. trying to find the marriage between how do we make engaging games, but how do we also make it so that people in an audience can contribute and can be part of that experience. It's so fascinating. I think a big thing too with the shift in how Twitch has changed is something that like we hear all the time from a lot of people. And I think a lot of like Twitch advice people, especially the people on YouTube or maybe uh, people on Twitter that we see giving advice will say like growing in 2014 is different than growing on Twitch now. And there's this like huge expectation that, well, what I did back then maybe won't work now. And I'm like, there's so many, there's so much more required out of us to be able to grow a channel. Even if the requirements are low, there's so many more people. So how do we stand out? So I think my question for you there is, does this hold up? Like, is this information true? Um, so you're saying it on terms of like, oh, play what you love and just do what you want. Yeah. So I feel like there a lot are... of the older advice is like that. Yeah. yeah. Like have a schedule. It's it's very basic. It's very, uh, obviously it's like work-life balance. There's mm-hmm. no such thing. There's just yeah. isn't. You, you just, you, you choose what you prioritize. Like maybe this week a game launches and you're like, honey, you got to watch the kids a little bit more this week. And then next week is a slow week. So you take an extra day off to work on something else. Like it's, it's going to go up and down all the time. I have a ton of animals. I have a huge house full of just creatures and you just have to figure out what's more important to you. What should be important to your stream is really up to you. It's up to you to decide if you want to play the new game. It's up to you to decide if you want to wait to play a new game. It's not always the best thing to do unless you're super hype about it. And, and, and people will watch anything you play if you're super excited about it. If you are like Kingdom Hearts is coming out and everyone and their mom is playing it, but this is why it's so important to me. And this and this and this and this and this, people are just going to really want to see what you're up to because you're so excited or maybe hello kitty island 3 just came out and you're just so excited (laughs) people want to be a part of that they want to be a part of that emotion they want to experience that emotion they want to witness it they want to be there for that so it's really more about what you're excited to do also obviously people are going to go to the channels with what the new things are people are interested in the new stuff they're interested in, in the really good gamers that are playing a new battle royale. Like, ooh, are they going to get that shot? How are they going to do that? For me, it's more like, how much trouble am I going to get into in that game? What are we going to do? How are we going to get out of that? You have to sort of figure out your way of, of m- not manipulation, but just figure out a way that you fit in the puzzle. And if you don't, push yourself in there. Get in there and figure it out. You, you, you're incredible. You're amazing. There's something that you bring to the table that I can't, that Ninja can't, that other people can't. And you have to know that because you know yourself best. And if you ask your community about like, what do you guys think we should play? They'll usually tell you because there are things that they've experienced with you that they've enjoyed. So just be aware of your surroundings. You can play like... If there's like a new game, for me, for instance, I'll talk about me specifically. Um, New games like Apex Legends, which is a battle royale that just came out. That's a disaster for me to play because everyone's playing it, but it's so good. So I decided to make videos on it. And hopefully in the future, people will stumble upon that because it'll sort of like, it'll sort of like, instead of being like extreme pointy, it'll sort of mellow out a little bit over time. 
you've seen it with Fortnite. It's still kind of huge, but it's not as big and just everyone's not in the directory right now. Now's the time to play Fortnite. So you sort of have to decide how you want to time things in the games that you want to play. What games you want to play at launch? What things are you excited about? That sort of thing is what I would recommend because that's what I do. So if you like my channel and you're curious about how I choose to grow, that's sort of what I do. I like that. And that goes back to the conversation that we had in Twitter DMs too, which was that people experience an emotion through you being able to portray those emotions during your stream. So it's really, really important for you to be like open and honest. And this is why you get the idea of like crank your personality up to an 11 because you might feel really excited about a game, but if you don't have a way to express that, then it doesn't come across to the audience and it doesn't do what the content was supposed to do, which is provide a transformation for the people that are watching it. It doesn't get them excited. It doesn't get them to feel that emotion. And yeah. we we came up with this really cool theory, which was like, maybe you're not able to whenever you're watching a streamer, like you're obviously you're able to um to get to know people. And that's a huge motivation for why people watch Twitch is because they want to grow relationships, but you might be able to grow relationships, but maybe you're not able to like experience all the emotions of playing a game for the first time, or just having fun in that game without that streamer being able to act as like a conduit to help you feel those things. That's why like, if a streamer is really boring, you're going to feel like the game is boring and the content's boring as opposed to if somebody is really, really exciting. It was so like, it was such a, a yeah. fresh way to explain that when we it's were also, talking. I was like, dang, just, girl. Yeah, it's also just perspective. Like, if you're going, if you, you might not know you like something. You might not know you like my time at Porsche. But if you watch my friend Dan or myself play it, you'll want to build a boat. I don't know. Whatever you do in that <laughs> game, we're literally working on building a bridge. And it's the most exciting bridge I've ever built in my entire life. So it's really up to, like... I think that's why people like to watch streamers too, because it's our job to sort of bring some new, fresh perspective and new games, new experiences. Even if it's another playthrough of Skyrim, like those are always different and those are always popular. Uh, but it just, you just have to sort of take the chance. And for me, it's, it's easy for me to be very uh, expressive. I'm just a very expressive person. I'm loud. I can't help it. It's ridiculous. That's sort of how... I worked on my strength is to just be like, okay, so this is the game I want to play. Oh boy. It's resident evil two. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This is going to be like a hundred hour investment. <laughs> so you sort of, you sort of can sort of gauge after practicing. I've been doing this for a very long time and I still am learning so much and I'm glad because I've shaken it up a lot. I've, Switch platforms. I've changed games. I've left community games. I've I've done a lot of things that you shouldn't do. And so far, I've lived to tell the tales. <laughs> so I don't know. You just have to try everything. Fail a lot. If you're not failing, you should be trying to really try to take yourself out of the game because um, if you're not, someone else is. So that's all I can say. Oof, my freaking queen, right there. Honestly, <laughs> so good. It's so good. And I feel like a lot of people are, are afraid to fail because they're afraid of criticism. They don't want people to look at them and think, oh, ha, ha, you oh failed. Oh, my gosh. You I suck. wish oh. that people could talk about, like, why they stopped watching me that day, when they stopped watching me that day. I wish I knew that yeah. way I could be like, well, 
I like that. So they're they're not going to like my channel or well, oh yeah, oof, like that that's not what I intended mm-hmm. or I wish I had more information so that way I could be more trolly because that's my thing <laughs> or like realize like that's not what I was trying to per, like per, like share and Right. Twitch, give us more stats. <laughs> I would just like to know when people join and when they don't join or for how long they watch. Yeah. What country they're in. <laughs> right. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, we definitely need more stuff for sure. Yeah. So I think another thing that that we can hit on here is people like you and me and everybody else that's been on the platform for a long time, we've seen so many changes. We've tried so many things with our streams and people that are kind of newer or maybe they're like still struggling to grow a community they're holding themselves to the expectation or to the like quality of content of people who have been doing this for a really, really long time. And so they start to get like frustrated and they feel upset because they can't <laughs> compete with people. And they, then they start feeling like, well, Twitch only promotes people that are our partners. And, and it's just an absolute mess. But there's always a way to like learn how to get better, to improve your show, to, uh, to resonate with people more. So what do you feel like if somebody wants to to be able to grow and to get partnered in a year. So I have a lot of people that come up with that one specific target for some reason. It's like, I want to be partnered by this time next year. What do you think think they should be doing now? I think that's actually really good. I think the fact that you give yourself a limit, it forces you to get creative. Being frugal with your time and your money and everything, it forces you to get creative. I think it's really important. I gave myself a year of trying a bunch of different things And so far I've failed miserably at it and I'm not going to give up because I've given myself a year. I can, I can fail for a year on the same thing, but you have to just get creative. You have to figure out what you like best. Why are you streaming is really the question here. Are you streaming to, to be a part of a community? Are you streaming to make a million dollars? If you're in it for the money, then I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I don't know. I honestly, I couldn't answer that. I didn't join Twitch to make a million dollars. I didn't join Twitch to make money. I didn't even know you could make money. I know. That's incredible. I didn't know at first either. I was like, what? People are getting paid to play video games. What is this? And it's crazy. At the end of the day, you want to, you want there to be some monetization value for what you do, what time you put in, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, you have to just hope for the best. Like the, t- the nights that I do the best are when I'm just like, I don't fucking care today. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like I can make a dollar. I can make a thousand dollars. It has happened either way. Um, I don't care. I don't care. I just want to have a good time and I want to put on a good show and I want to go on a weird adventure that I have no idea what's going to happen. That's for me. Are you the type of person that wants to give tips? Well, then you have to learn a lot. If you want to be the type of person to be able to give advice, you have to go through every experience and you have to try everything. So you have to, I don't know, you just have to try. You don't know until you try it. And every day you'll get better, especially if you take the time to watch your stream, which is number one. Watch your stream. If you can't watch your stream, you need to change your stream (laughs) and fix your stream. There is sometimes I watch back and I'm like, why did I put that through? Why did I put them through that? <laughs> what was <Yeah>. I doing? <laughs> um, and then I will adjust and fix and move like my overlay or like something wasn't happening or the camera or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You never know. So you better watch it. 
you better watch it and become an expert at it because you're going to be doing it a lot. And streaming is a time consuming thing. And it's important when you're starting to show up. So if that means you stream twice a week, you stream twice a week at the same time. And you're amazing at it because for an example, there's a streamer called OMG Vandy. Her name is Caroline. She's actually the Would You Kindly manager. She streams once a week. And that one night a week, I am there for that stream because it is so much fun. She's so much fun. She has a great time. And it's just a, a great time. And it just it just shows. It shows that she's like ready to, ready to stream. She's ready to show up. And so I take that energy and the whole chat room is going crazy. And it's awesome. I, I highly recommend it. Take your streams down. I took I took a day off a week. I used to stream. Oh my god, Ash! I used to stream like twelve hours a day. <laughs> no, oh my heart. But you know, like you figure out what you want to do. Like if you're really pushing, you have to be a little bit more tactical with like the games you're playing. Maybe if you want to stream a lot, if you're like Mav, I want to stream all morning and all night. Then you're going to have to switch it up and and make sure you're healthy because you can't entertain people if you're passed out. Right. You're going to have to find a way to make that interesting for many, 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 many hours. Well, it's also when you're not when you're not a bigger streamer and you're not getting a lot of viewers, uh, you have to honor your viewers. You have to realize that they need a break, too. And I know it's not popular oh to say God. like it's not popular to say like take a day off because your viewers, you know, they just need, just give them a, a chance to watch someone else. Like, give them a chance. Yeah. Uh, Cause they'll come back if they want to come back. Uh, that's, that's been my biggest thing that I learned. I would say 2018 was if they want to come, they will come. And if, if changing platforms has taught me anything, it's that my community is incredible. And they literally have so many usernames on so many platforms right now because of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're back and everyone's here and it's still great. And I don't deserve that, but I'm going to run with it. And so we are. <laughs> right. Oh, I love that. I've never heard it described as you have to honor your viewers, like take time off and let them watch other content. It's okay to to take a day There's for yourself so much or content. Days or four you can't days. be the only like, thing. You can't be the only thing. You can't be live like you six can't. or seven days a week and expect everybody to be there your entire stream. It's not fair. That's not fair. Well, people uh, want to watch. And then when you talk too. about like Dr. Lupo, everyone knows who he is now, but he and I were, were really good friends for a very long time. And I was actually much larger than him for a very long time. But the type of gamer that he is, he just, I don't know if it's because he has ADHD or what, or he's just really good at games, but he just found his thing. He's found his rhythm. He likes streaming all day long. Mm -hmm. Like, cool. He has the energy for it. So he goes and that's what he does. That's him. He I also has like, a team. So I feel like, you have to, yeah, you have to remember that he has a team. He has like three right. editors and a manager and his wife's a manager and he has a, an actual competitive team management. So you have to remember to do what he does and stream all day long. It takes a lot of health. It takes a lot of people. And yeah, when you're just starting, you need to learn the ins and outs of each part. You need to learn how to edit clips together. You need to learn how to share them. You need to learn how to make people fall in love with you. 
And that's just by being you and loving you. Oh, freaking Mav. Oh, God, you're <laughs> making me so happy. Like, so freaking happy right now because it's 100% true. And I feel like that that advice that's kind of starting to grow around a little bit right now, which is like stream less so that you have more time off to focus on other content, other things, emails, all the back end stuff gets taken into this really weird direction sometimes, which is like, hey, just just stream less and don't worry about streaming all the time. And I think like once you grow, it's smart. You should be adding on more time as you develop your team. Like I'll just say it's really hard. Um, This year is that year to stream a little bit less and make things better. And I agree. it's been really hard. I, I go back and forth. Like, you're going to go back and forth. <laughs> you're going to go back and forth with, I'm going to stream an extra day. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Oh, crap. I need to. No, I do. I want to stream right now. No, I can't. I'm working on this. But there's, it's not, but I'm not getting anything from it. Oh, what? It's going to pay off. Try it for a year. Give yourself a year to do whatever you're trying to do. But stick to one thing. I stuck to streaming. I just streamed. I didn't do anything else for the last five years. Okay. Five years. It took me to get okay at it. So if you're starting out streaming and you're like, oh God, I got to stream, make videos and do clips and do this and do that. Don't just focus on one thing and do it really well. And then sprinkle on some other stuff. Yeah. You definitely have to figure out one thing before you start to figure out all of the things you can't yeah because if you try to figure out like twitter and instagram and youtube and podcasts and streaming at once it's going to take you years to be able to get adequate at all of those things versus let me focus on my stream right now figure out how to make that interesting and then okay now how do i add twitter into this equation okay now i feel comfortable with that now i i understand it okay now how do i add another thing like it takes time you don't just (laughs) become a freaking content machine overnight Oh, so accurate. Well, also the thing too, um, especially with like streaming, if you're not, if you're not live, you're not alive used to be the quote thing that people would say, like, I'm not streaming. So no one cares. Um, it's just like having a shop open. Like you're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna make revenue. You're not, you're going to make nothing. Zero. Yeah. But guess what? While you're streaming, you're going to lose too. Like it's, it's just an up and down thing. And the thing that I've learned the most that I wish that I had paid more attention to was my mental health. When I first started, um, I didn't really care. And now I care to a point, but I've learned to just sort of ride the roller coaster and go up and down with it. You could make, you could get a hundred subs in a day and you'll lose 300 the next day or You'll make like a hundred subs in one day. We're talking extreme. And then you lose 200 the same day. It just happens. It's a month out. And you don't know if they were gifted a sub. You don't know any of that. So you should just work with what you got and just realize it's going to go up and down. If that number bugs you and puts you in a bad mood, I turn it off when I stream. But sometimes I'll turn it on and check it after and be like, okay, this is what, this is, this is what I can shoot for. This is what I need to live in my means. Like you need to just simplify, take it down. Do not buy the next hot game. Focus on the things that you're good at is my biggest advice, especially if, if, if all the industry is just like new game, there's like five new games this week. Do not buy them all. (laughs) You can't do not buy them all. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so true. There's so many good games so far in 2019. I'm very happy. Oof. So 
The next thing that I want to talk to you about, you've actually mentioned this a couple of times, which was moving from Twitch over to Mixer. Mm-hmm. And this was something that I feel like I don't I don't know what I would have done if I was established on Twitch at <laughs> oh that time. Like there was so much <laughs> happening. There's so many people leaving. It was crazy. So Well, I will get say into it, girl. anyone that has left has been an emotional wreck. Oh. <laughs> um anyone that you know <clears throat> that has hopped um platforms uh other than a few that I have noticed uh had a really hard time and it's not because of like anything monetization or anything like that it's not because of like oh yeah we'll still my viewers and my shipment whatever it's not about that it's more about community right and if you do switch you do split your community in half like you stab it in the heart and that's really hard when you when you've created such a a, a big community like uh, i have created a really cool unique place like when I first started, um, the reason why I went full time was because we had we raised four thousand dollars in a day so I can go to TwitchCon, and I wasn't even partnered. Um, so that was like, that's how my community is. So when it came to deciding what I wanted to do, I'm I'm, I'm at that point in my career where I'm I don't want to stream a million hours a day because I don't feel like. I, not that I don't need to, but there's just so much more that I want to share with my community and my, my stream. Like I want to go do something cool and then come back and talk about it. Like, like there's a, there's a plateau that happens when you get to a medium sized stream, which also happens when you're pushing for partnership is you're going to get to a place where it, you're not going to grow. You're not going to fall. You're sort of in this warm, lukewarm spot. And you're just sort of confused and you're just like, well, maybe I should try something else or maybe I should, uh, if I made it here, I can make it there. Um, And so my thought process with Mixer and Facebook was, wow, the fact that they even asked me is so cool. (laughs) I was like, I'm on it. Okay. (laughs) Um, But I was like super not happy with myself is what I learned when I came back to Twitch. I streamed on Facebook for like a day and then Mixer, I streamed on it for like a week and either platform is great. Mixer, I really have a place in my heart and I actually missed streaming on it because um, I just love the team so much. And the community is so good to you other than like, obviously the younger audience is there, Um, but they're so good to me. They're so good to me. Like the engineer that helped me for get my stream connected because I kept dropping like he was so, they were so good to me. I have nothing but nice things to say about Mixer. I actually tried, and I don't think I've talked about this ever. So you're getting the tea. Oh my um, God. I actually tried to become an affiliate. <laughs> I tried so hard. I wanted to be an affiliate because I wanted to stream on different platforms and I wanted to meet new people because that's the future. The future is multi-platform. And the thing that Twitch is smart about is to... Um, make sure their talent stays on the platform. But it's also really hard because now there's so many people on Twitch. So I don't know what they're... And to sort of segue into like the next thing is, I don't know what the future holds for Twitch partnerships. They've already taken yeah. away... They've already taken away personal reps, which I'm so happy that I have the team and the, and the support that I have because I don't know what I would do without them. Like I've been very lucky to be able to get from Paige all the time. I've been very fortunate to be in a position of where I am. 
And so when it comes to the future, I don't know if partnerships going to be kind of like just affiliates and then maybe partnership just becomes exclusivity or there's like a percentage different or the contract's different because I'm sure now having had streamers leave platforms, I'm sure I'm almost a hundred percent sure, but I'm not, but I'm sure that they're going to do something about that because there's just, it's just competitive. It's just really hard. Especially when you're battling yourself, let alone like, Oh, the company doesn't want to hire you because you're 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 down five viewers. Like that's really hard. But at the end of the day, you've got to do what's best for you and be nice to yourself because no one else is gonna be. So uh I would just be be your good friend because you gotta have someone out there that'll look out for you and you're the best you're your best friend. And that's just so true. I've had to like yeah. tell myself like, well, what are we going to do now? <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? And so we just started to figure it out. I have great friends and great people to, to talk to you about this, but it's really up to me at the end of the day. Like next year, do I want to stream on Mixer? Probably not. I'm really happy here. Uh, and, and it kind of took me to sort of pull myself out and try something before saying, oh, no, I would never stream on Mixer. I've, oh, no. They're so good to me. I actually felt so bad. So try everything. Oh my God, try everything. If you're pushing for partnership, try everything. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, there should definitely be a period where you're just like, you're exploring, right? Because you need to know what is it about me that really makes me different and and I enjoy doing and people also but enjoy watching. But it's not watching. even different. You don't even like, you can be different, but it's also like, wow, you, you're just like me. Like, yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? Like you have, you're a dad and you have kids and your wife is like baking you cookies. My wife bakes me cookies too. And I'm playing the same game. Mm -hmm. Let's play together. Like that's, that's sort of like also as well. Like there are people that are like, wow, I'm not special. You know, I, I stay at home and I'm a dad and I work a lot and my kids and I, I'm using this cool Xbox helmet or headset and I don't know, Xbox like Xbox helmet. Oh my god, the Xbox helmet was well, basically a helmet. <laughs> We're not getting into theory yet, Mav. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like back then, even now, there's a front page slot for people who stream on on consoles. Like if you stream on console, you're gonna get some exposure. So mm-hmm. I mean, you just you have to pick what you want to do. You got to picture pick how you want to grow what you like and what you know you're good at. If you're good at telling dad jokes, well, better make some merch because people are going to want to buy that. <laughs> <Yeah. Accurate. laughs> so, um, you, it, it's really person by person. And that's like, I think why people love streaming so much is because it's such a personal thing and it's so special because everyone has like their own like little flame that people are just like holding and keeping safe. Like this oh. little flame. You just got to keep safe because it's your little, little buddy, but it's true. Like you got to just do your own thing and figure out what you like. And if that means you don't get to watch as many streams, then you don't. I don't watch Twitch. Mm-hmm. Very rarely. Me either. I don't have time because I'm just a creative person. And if you're like, Oh, Ash, Mav, I'm not like, then you be the coolest community person on the block that wants nothing from anyone. So true. Like, 
You can be a supportive friend in any stream, in every stream. You could have 20 streams up and just be in the stream and be French friendly and not want a thing. And I'm telling you, that goes so far. I can't tell you how many times people have walked up to me at a convention with like, like, oh, I follow you. So are you going to follow me back? Oh, no. <laughs> They've said it's, it's, at, at conventions. It's really, <laughs> oh my yes. God. So many times. <laughs> and they'll be actually pretty, they'll be bigger than me. And they'll be like, I follow you. Okay. Oh, Ninja, I, as an example. Yeah, I know the type you're talking about. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're, they're very like, always looking for more and more and more and more, right? Like they're trying to like satiate that's some also, big beast. That's also a thing too. That's such a good point. Like there's always going to be more that you could do. There's always going to be more. Like you can, you're oh going to go God. to bed and be like, I could have done more. <laughs> yes. Every night, baby. Every night. I need to do more. <laughs> oh, oh every night. And it, it's so easy to get wrapped up in like, I want to make this and this and this and this and this and this and this. But I woke it's up like, today. It's not in the worst mood. Yeah. And today's my day off. But I woke up in the worst mood because I was like, there's so much I need to do. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so I took a bath and then I like wrote up like six, six pages of just podcast stuff. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> Done for the day. <laughs> nice. That's so awesome. Sometimes you have days like that whenever you're your own boss. I mean, we could definitely go that direction. And I want to talk about all of that with you at some point for sure. So maybe we'll have to get you back on, but I do want to theorize oh my, God. A my boss bit with is you. an asshole. Like, oh, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm the boss of your listening. Okay, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Um, no, we could totally talk about that too. Whenever you want. Um, I have a lot to say about that. I, I don't think it should always be fun. I don't think you need to always be inspired. I think you mm-hmm. need to just do the work. Like, oh my God. Yeah. You're not going to want to stream at the same time every day, but guess what? You planned it out. So get it done and show up, show up for the people that are showing up for you. And that is the biggest thing that I work on because I suck so bad at it because there's so many things that are going on in the world. Literally before streams, I'll have a kid have a bloody nose. And then I'm just like, ah, (laughs) or I undercooked dinner. So I have to recook it and stream the preview stream is up. And like, it's freaking the house is running around. Like you just do the best you can with what you got, but don't make excuses. Just get it done. Oh, so good. I love that. Like take responsibility (laughs) for doing the dang thing because sometimes it sucks and you don't want to like even take the responsibilities. I fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Period. Exactly. Oh my God. That's so good. There's so many reasons to cancel. If you, if you let everything be a reason, right? If you let a headache be a reason for you to cancel a stream, you freaking cancel your stream. There's like, so much medication, though, and things you could do to help with a headache. Yeah. I've learned this. I've learned this excuse is not good enough. So It's not. I streamed uh, two days ago with a migraine, but it went away. I took some, obviously, medication. I did some, like, just pimp the pressure points, and then I went live, and I was like, okay, we'll just start and see what happens. I don't recommend streaming if you're ill. I don't recommend streaming if you want to throw up. Just... If you have like a little bit of a headache, 
Like, just try. Just try. If it's still bad, just be like, you know what, guys? I'm really sorry. I still feel like crap. I'm going to try to take care of myself. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. If, I, if Anytime I'm sick and I'm streaming, my chat will, like, riot to turn off the stream. They will literally just tell me to go away. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why are you live? Go. <laughs> We're leaving. <laughs> so... Yeah, take care of you, but you really got to show up. You really got to do the work. No one else is going to do it for you. You're your own boss, so act like the boss, right? Don't act like the employee forever and don't, like, make excuses or see how far you could push it. Just be the boss and get stuff done. And caring. Like, just if you have – like, I have a big word that says care, and it doesn't mean that I don't care. It means to remember to just care about the specific things, like – I need to take an extra second to just like think about the moment, right? There's so many things that happen and I'm so grateful for so many things, but it's also easy to be like, this happened. So I have to go do this and that, and I have to go and uh, make this new thing that I promised the chat because I'm an idiot. And then I have to do this. And it's like, no, 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 just sit there and just take a second and just Mm -hmm. care about the thing that's going on right in front of you. And it's going to be okay. It's going to so be fine. <laughs> oh, this is so good. I was not expecting this conversation to go the direction of like the realities of being a full-time yeah. creator, but it's so relevant and it's so necessary it's so for everybody to hear. One, and just, it's what I'm currently going through. So it's even more sharp and it's what your favorite streamers are not saying. They're just not. And I think, I've waited for so long to sort of talk about it. I've never wanted to talk about it. Not because it's like, don't talk about it. But I don't actually think, I don't know if it would help anyone or not, uh, was what the thing was for me. I, I hadn't done it long enough. I haven't figured it out. You never will figure it out. You're just going to sort of like the thing you sort of do. And the cool thing is, is you get to change it up. And that's like the beauty of it. Like, that's just life. You're not going to be a kindergartner and your class anymore you're going to be a high school kid and then you're going to grow up and then you're going to go to college if you want and then you like you know what i mean like you're not going to be you're not going to wear like little toddler pants as a grown man like that's weird (laughs) don't do that (laughs) you're gonna grow out of that (laughs) what mav what (laughs) that image just made me so happy and a little creeped out it's, I mean, listen, you wear what you want, but you're not getting into those pants anymore. So you might as well <laughs> not wear them. <laughs> Go get some new ones. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's great because that's a that's a good, I think, metaphor for streaming, right? Is that we have to grow as creators and find a way to keep that relevant as time goes on. Like, for example, something that I'm really struggling with right now is that I'm really, really niched hard into this like stream advice stuff, right? Like the podcast is about it. The YouTube is about it. Like I'm building a side business about it. The stream's all about it. We do Q&A about streaming all the time. And I love it. Like that's, that's my lane right now. This is absolutely my zone. And I love what I do. But at some point, like I'll, I'm going to 
evolve as a person and I'm going to want to like make my online life reflect that evolution and I'm going to want to talk about mm-hmm. something else. And so my big thing is like, you should. Yeah, I have to. You do like, it. I have no, the to. Thing, but the it's thing scary. That is- <laughs> No, it's, oh my God, it's so it's scary. It's so scary. <laughs> I, everyone's dealing with this right now because they don't, they don't know if they want to put down their wall and they have like a persona and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But at the end of the day, people want to know that, that you have a brother that you really love who you guys like to play video games and you guys like to eat hot wings and you freaking go out to movies on Friday nights. That's why you miss stream and like so many things like, People want to see all the layers. They want to experience that because you never know how you can connect with people. Like you never know. And, uh, but, and pigeonholing yourself, like even as like a streamer coach, like you could, you talked about candles and it was awesome (laughs) because how many people chimed in? Like, it's really a beautiful thing when people are humans and it's really cool to see the reaction of People just being humans. Obviously, things are extremely clickbait. That's just how our brains are work. That's just how it works right now mm-hmm. until people are fed up. Uh, but like, it's okay to talk about like, hey, I had a really bad day today and this is what I went through. But like, this is how we're going to get through it. Like, it's okay to talk about that stuff. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I think mental awareness is at the, an all-time high this year like this year is the year like everyone's like no no like this is me like I'm like I'm not always happy like that's like not that's not that's not realistic and so that's why there's social media platforms that's why there is I mean not many people use it for that but that's like where people share that stuff you know like Twitter like oh man guys how do you deal with feeling sad like or like I don't know guys like what's your favorite type of chicken wing like I'm trying to make this with my (laughs) brother like there's so many things that you can you could add rather than like oh I have to just like just be a funny girl all the time like we could have like that's sort of why I added the podcast to my roundup thing was I have a podcast that's sort of work in progress but it's a chance for me to sort of talk because usually when I'm streaming that's like five hours of just like a lot of content and information and it's really hard to talk about a specific thing. Like if we talked about business for like five hours, people are going to be like, what part is the most important oh my God. part? You are speaking <laughs> what, to my freaking soul. Right what now. minute do I listen at? So it's been really interesting for me to change it up a little bit and sort of add that element and then add like, I've done makeup for forever. Like maybe I had something separate for that or like, I really want to get into baking again and I really love it. But I'm like, I have an, an, an illness where I can't like have a lot of different types of ingredients. So like, maybe I'll get creative. And so people are here for that. They want to see that stuff. So, so share your, share your stuff, share your story. People want to hear stories. Right. Oh yeah. Stories are so powerful. And it's, it's a matter of like keeping your stuff fresh for people too. Cause if you do the same thing for so long, people get bored. Like you have really, really high audience churn whenever you're doing the same thing over and over and over, especially if that is like advice oriented kind of stuff, because they hear the same responses so many times. I mean, they can rattle them off themselves. You don't even have to say it anymore. Your chat will do it for you. Yep. And it, it 
lowers the like value of what they're getting and what they're able to experience during your stream if you're just doing the same thing. So it's really important that you're like throwing all just all different types of stuff into your streams and you stay like within that that realm you stay within that lane of like this is my core value this is why people show up but also here's all these other things and all these other pieces of my personality because people aren't going to give a crap about one thing just forever in perpetuity like things change all the time and that's the point of this this podcast episode is how much things change and if you they love a lot, yeah. <laughs> if you love a thing right now, like you might really, 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 really love Fortnite, and maybe you do stream Fortnite and you get thousands of viewers, you're not going to play only that game forever. So you have to figure out like when am I gonna when am I gonna change my content? When am I gonna uh, transition over into something else? And how do I show people other sides of my personality that maybe aren't just gaming? Because that's a huge yep. part as well. Oh, my God. Let's get into theory because we haven't talked about this yet. <gasps> like, gaming is Ooh. is what Twitch was based on. This is a huge theory that I have right now. Gaming is what, what Twitch was created for. It's, it's for the gaming community. But they've opened it up lately to uh, more IRL stuff. Now we see people traveling and cooking and yoga and pole dancing and, like, all this and crazy new stuff. <laughs> yeah. And Disney. Like, yes. We see all these crazy things coming onto twitch and i love it i think that's going to continue i think there's going to be more and more people that figure out oh twitch isn't just for gamers anymore it's a live streaming platform for anyone there's a space for anybody here and i think we're going to see more people come in and eventually i think that might even lead to like hollywood level productions like people from just think about like Twitch is kind of what Hollywood was in the 20s right now. Like, there are people here who are starting to get really, really famous, and it's such a. And they new don't have any industry. PR teams. Yes, they have no <laughs> PR teams, and we don't know what we're doing. We're all like thrown against the wall. Like, hopefully, this sticks. I don't know. And. I feel like at some point that's going to change drastically. Like once people yes. realize that there's potential, because think about it. It's think about being able to watch Food Network. And you can tell Rachel Ray, hey, how, like, when do I heat up this pan? Or, hey, Rachel Ray, how do I add this ingredient? How much of this ingredient? You can, like, interact with her. So think of, like, all of the decades of experience that Hollywood has with creating content, making it valuable and interesting and engaging, and how to create brands out of people, how to create stars. Imagine them bringing that to Twitch. And well, now we have to it's already with happening. That. It's like, oh. It's already happening. We already have DJs streaming. We have athletes streaming. We have boxers that are coming over. MMA fighters are wanting to come onto Twitch. Like podcasts are being recorded on Twitch because people want to watch it live and then edited for for sound because there's like it's really hard to monetize on a podcast. It just is. It's mm -hmm. like it's like the it's like the thing that no one tells you about podcasts. It's like how do you it's really hard. That's a whole different topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, but streaming it on Twitch is really smart. It's really smart because then people actually get to come in. And even if they come in, which is my pet peeve mid-conversation, um, because I'm like, no, no, rewind it. You missed the best part. <laughs> um, it still gives them a chance to be like, oh, wow, this is going on. I want to listen to the whole thing. Or like, I didn't even know this was a thing. And, and the really cool thing about Twitch is that you can organically grow for now. Uh, I don't know how the future is going to be. I don't, I honestly have no idea. I don't know. There's so many, there's so many streamers. And then there's really, I don't want to say not a lot, but there's also like 
not a lot of new things coming yet. Like I don't see a lot of original stuff, right? Yeah, because right now it's right now it's based on games. It's right now it's based on companies and products and launches and stuff. I'm interested to see some more original stuff and I'm interested to see more multidimensional people. I want to know about like your favorite part of Christmas. Do you celebrate Christmas? I don't even know. Like I want to, I want to know all of that stuff. Like when I go to, and this is sort of an, another piece of advice just because that's, this is how I create my things. Like when I go to like an Instagram account instantly, and what am I attracted to? That's sort of how I work with my stream. Like, what do I like to watch? What do I like about my stream? And like, how do I learn how to do that? And that's sort of like how it's been. You just have to learn a lot. Like yeah. learning is never going to end. If you don't like to learn, if you don't like to grow and just sort of try new things, you're going to hate it. Oh my God. So true. You're going to hate it. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's, the industry has already changed this year two times. <laughs> Yeah. Dude. Oh my God. With Apex, Apex came out like... and changed it up. And that was yesterday. Okay. And the beginning of the year was like the big ad push of like big streamers on, on other people's streams. Like what? Mm-hmm. The possibilities. We don't even know what they are. We don't even know what's being talked about. So, um, I would say get creative because <laughs> it's going to get, it's going to, I think it's going to get, bigger before it pops. I don't think the bubble is going to pop for a very long time, but I don't know. It's really hard to tell. It's really hard to see right now. YouTube has been around for a while now, right? Since like 2005 or something. I can't remember exactly, but forever. Um, so the first iPhone came out in 2007. So they pretty much came out just before that uh, is when they created the product mm. iPhone to make videos uh, and create things for that sort of stuff. This is crazy. We're about to hit the 14th I'm so year of YouTube, actually. It's, Sorry. YouTube I'm was founded. Dork. No, I love that. I love that you know that because I love <laughs> tech. I love like gear a lot. But uh, YouTube was founded February 14th, 2005. So we're about to come up on the 14th. 14th year it's february 14th it's not going anywhere and if you were curious about like oh but youtube's too big no it's not no it's they have not. an algorithm like what the fuck like jeffree star for example it's not a very good one but he has only had his channel for two years and Are he was serious? literally like a myspace star like Oh, I forgot he was on MySpace. That's hilarious. No one remembers. He also created his own albums with Akon. Like, so you never know. So try, like, try. Like, if you like, if you don't like the live feed type of content and you don't know what to say, but you have a lot to say, create videos. So accurate. Make sure your thumbnail's pretty, I guess, and make a good caption. And like, Ooh. that's like it. I've had a few viral videos and they were like, literally like I I had two videos that almost, they broke almost 40 K views in like a day. And I was like, what did I do? How did I do that? <laughs> How do I do that again? <laughs> oh, that was cool. Uh, and it's really just like what it is. Like it was a, it was like a, my reaction to destiny's stuff. 
I'm crazy about Destiny. Like Destiny's like my side chick, right? Like she's always there, just chilling. This is an awful, awful analogy, <laughs> but she's just chilling, and she makes me really happy. And so anytime, like, and my reactions are just like what they are. They're just loud, and so I share that, and that's my strength is just being loud, and yeah. and what I fi- I figured out what worked. Something that I've seen. Uh, a lot of people encouraging lately, like myself included, has been streamers focusing a little bit more on other platforms. So like the reason that I think this is really important, right, is because Twitch categorizes everything by viewership. The people with the best viewership are going to be at the top and the people that struggle with that are going to be lower and lower and lower. It's going to be hard to be found. But if you get on YouTube and you throw out a video onto a platform that has an algorithm, I mean, any channel can throw out one video and get millions of views depending on how good the content is. So just to, to theorize a little bit, do you feel like as we move forward the next few years that it's going to be more important for us to focus on becoming content creators as opposed to like solely oh my gosh. or, um, I think, I think, well, algorithms are already on Twitch. They are. So get ready. And the really cool thing that they did that I wish they would bring back is um, back in the day, I don't know if you remember this, with the creative section, did so well. They had like a carousel that would rotate. Oh, on the yeah. And they had like special spotlights for the specific types of, of games and stuff. And it would be really cool to see something like that, even if they brought it back to creative, because more creators were being supported on on it. So it was a, yeah, they, they changed that to be more IRL stuff which then turned into talk show and it's still IRL. Um, it would be really interested to see that happen. Now you've also seen uh, drops. Drops happen for games now. You can watch a stream and get loot in your favorite games. Like that's happened. So who's to say, who's to say uh, stuff like that's going to happen in the future to watch special Twitch announcements or I'm sure there was something for Ninja or or anyone for the NFL. Like, who's to say that those things aren't going to be a big thing? Because they're huge. Like, people come for that. I think my top viewer count ever was like 13,000 viewers for a couple hours. And that was because I was playing Warframe on accident. And I was like, what is happening? And they're like, today's drop day. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that um, mean? <laughs> I have so many people in my chat and getting pretty cool stuff. So you're probably going to see more of that. So I would really focus on what games you like to play, what you like to do, get really intimate with that because I found that worked a lot with being a part of the Destiny community. It sort of just happened just because I love Destiny. But the Destiny community, as dysfunctional family style as it is, everyone like loves and hates each other. Um, we're there for each other and you just know, like you, if you ask anyone, they're just like, what's the best directory? And you're just like, it's a destiny one (laughs) because it has the most women who are very successful. They have their own convention and we we just raise a ton of money together. And we, and now that it's, everyone's busy, there's more things to play, but back in the day and even currently, it was just a big place of just friendship and family. And we would just support and host each other and that's just 
how it grew. I couldn't even explain it. It just felt natural. And it, it was just like a great time to just sort of love the same thing. And we were all really good friends. So yeah, just make friends, just make friends. Like don't want anything, just be a good friend and you never know what'll happen. I love that you got to come on and talk about this because Destiny Destiny is literally like the first and only game that we've really played since we started streaming again like eight months ago. So it's really like, it feels really good to hear that we picked a good one. (laughs) No, the Destiny, like there's a lot of really great creators that came out of the Destiny community that are like taking off and it's been really cool to see. And the fact that Guardian Con is as cool as it is and now it's it's it, we let's like open its arms to other games it's been really cool to be a part of all of it um and destiny in itself it's just a really special place for me like i fell in love with the game i literally rented the game <laughs> on redbox <laughs> for my console at launch and so uh you can make anything work like i literally rented games because i was i could not afford them and I streamed them, so <laughs> you can you can make it work. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like I don't know, like it. I think it's just just Destiny and just the friends that I've made from it and continue to like people are, are like you. I couldn't believe I saw you streaming Destiny. I was like, <laughs> what the heck? I'm in. Um, and just the developers, they're just so good. They're like my second family. So. It's it's really cool to see. It's hard to see when when people like obviously don't like the content and the game, how the game's going, and then it's really cool to see it do well. And it's just really cool to be a part of that. So I would just say be a part of whatever you really love. Like don't try to be the best, biggest streamer. Just if you're into like Warframe, there's a really cool community for that, and they do meetups and stuff. So like. Get involved is what I will say. And you can be part of like multiple communities too. It doesn't have to be like you only are in the Destiny community. There's lots of different places and lots of different groups of people that you can get to know all across every game in Twitch. So lots of opportunity, lots of relationships and new friends to have. Let's go ahead and uh, let's open up the Q&A portion of this i know like we could probably talk for freaking ever but oh my god we could just blab i know literally (laughs) if you like to just talk then streaming is for you yeah (laughs) so if you all want to ask a question you can do exclamation point q and then a space and then your question in chat for those of you listening to this on like google play stitcher itunes wherever podcasting platform we do film these episodes live if you want to come in sometime and ask a question feel free it's over at twitch.tv slash ashney christ while everyone is typing out their questions i have one last question for you mav oh that is What is your number one piece of Twitch advice? Oh, God. Just one piece of advice. It's hard, right? (laughs) I think I might have written something down for this so I don't forget. Um, It's really hard because there's so many things. uh, And there's just so many things. There's so many tips and tricks and whatever you want to get into. But I think the real thing is just like, there's really a human element piece missing. And if you could add that to the spark that is Twitch, it'll keep Twitch being and continue being what it is and what it's going to be. 
um, as long, obviously it's a business, obviously it's going to try to make money and help you monetize and do things like that. But it's really important to just sort of figure out what you're going to do because you're going to live with whatever you're going to do and it's going to be on the internet forever. So just really think about and just put something that you love into the universe. Even if it's like fart jokes, like if you freaking love that, (laughs) put it into the universe and you never know it'll happen. Maybe you'll find someone that knows better ones or something like you never know. So just do what you love. Try new games. Obviously that's how the industry is. And, but add your personal thing to it. That's what I love the most. That's why I keep streaming is because every streamer that I have met that has been doing pretty amazing and coming out of nowhere, haven't, they, they haven't been coming out of nowhere. They've been doing the same thing they've been doing and they're amazing. And it's been so cool to sort of be a part of that journey. I love being a part of streamers journeys. And so just keep that in mind that be it your highs and your lows, you can share that and, and it's okay. Like you're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. (laughs) I love that so much. It's, it's so important. I feel like that kind of goes back to, and I know we've got a couple of questions in chat, but I think that this is a really, really important topic to hit on. And it's that idea of like toxic positivity where you feel like you have to be this like perfect robot all the time to be worthy as a creator and to keep doing what you're supposed to be doing for your community. But I think that like there's a lot of, of dark insidious kind of undertones that come with that, which is when people watch you, how do they feel about themselves when they have a rough day? Like what, if you don't show the bad side, if you don't show that you get sad or that you get frustrated, are people really able to connect with you? Because everybody as a human being, we go through crap. And even if you're like the happiest freaking person in the world, you're going to have sad days. And I don't think it's right for anyone to say, hey, just be positive all the time. Ignore the nasty, ignore the negative, don't focus on it. I think it's more healthy for all of us to move in a direction where we say, embrace every emotion, whether that's good or bad. Like you can't you can't have one without the other. And you have to you have to understand that like I'm gonna be sad sometimes and I need to let myself feel that in order to move through it. I think the what I use instead of being positive, I used to be a huge pusher on like be positive. Yeah, positive. But the thing that I learned was just to be optimistic. Really? You there's not enough hope out there right now. And uh, there's just there's just not enough of it. And if you can just hope. And obviously not blindly hope, like you're not going to get, you're just not, it depends on what's going on. Obviously things go viral, this meme filled world, Mm -hmm. but, um, you just have to hope and just be optimistic, know that it'll get better. And if it doesn't, then there's something to learn there. And that's like, that's like the best part. Like right now I'm like in the upswing, but I'm at the low part. So there's still stuff to learn there. And I hope that I roll around in the mud and I just like absorb everything that I'm supposed to take from that slope because it's going to go up and down. That's just life. There's always so much to learn. So much to learn. Like any mistake, any nastiness, it's like you need to, you need to, everyone needs to view any nastiness, like negativity 
any like I can't inside of your brain, that's an opportunity for you to learn more to help yourself in the future. It's not an opportunity or it's not yeah. a time for you to be like bogged down and let something defeat you and just sit on the, cou- the couch and eat Cheez-Its and watch Netflix all night, which is an amazing night. But <laughs> like, like, I would say, shit, I would say, I'm giving the wrong saying, advice. <laughs> I would say, instead of saying I can't, just say I can't yet. Oh, so good. At least that's, you're not ending the story there. Your story's not done. You can still continue, but it's going to take it. It's, it's a journey. It's just how it is. It's just how it is. There's no easy fix. So true. It's just, you can't yet. So, what are you going to do to get to the point where you can? Like, does that mean you stream? You're like, okay, I'm going to stream for a couple of years and then like see what's going on. Okay, but then throw that away because you're not going to remember that. Uh, Focus on today. Today is huge. Today is big. We're breathing. We literally won. We're humans. We won the jackpot. Still alive. Still kicking. We're not freaking. We're not a, a rock. We're not anything. We're literally humans. We can think on our own. It's insane. It's I'm crazy. so glad I wasn't born a rock. <laughs> I'm Thank just God. in the sun. I'm burning. I can't move. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like imagining rocks as sentient beings and it's kind of scary. Like they're just sitting there screaming well, internally. Everything has energy. It just, it's yeah. true. Oh like, my God, there's don't. wavelengths and all sorts of science. There's science, okay? No, anyone who's like, not. No, you're going to get me started. And if you get me started, it'll go forever. Let's get into these questions. Okay. (laughs) Slime Girl Squish asked, Mav, what are your thoughts on Bungie breaking free of activism? Um, I'm so happy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so happy. Only because they have, they had like creative differences. It obviously you could tell like they, they had creative differences and and it's really cool, and I hope that Bungie shows up. This is the like the second time that they have done the thing, right? They separated from Xbox. They um, started Destiny. Who knows what they're going to be up to next? But I hope. I mean, they're a very talented group of individuals, and I'm just very excited. They're kind of like that uncle that says, "Screw you! I'm playing a game that's good." Is what they've been like known for, like screw you, I'm going to play what I want and it's going to be a good and we're going to make it. That's Bungie for me. So hopefully they make something cool and I'm excited. The whole, the whole, all, everyone that works there is, is amazing. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm really excited. I feel like I'm back in my, my, my halo days. Oh, not to like get yes. in, the, get on the nostalgia train here, but it definitely feels it's similar great. to that where it's yep. like, when you Amazing. go back to play Halo and then you go back to Destiny, you're like, wow, Halo's trash. <laughs> like, wow, they literally took like the best part and just made it great. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so true. Frozen yeah. asked, when will your puns book come out, Mav? <laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously, I have literally thought about writing books. I've thought about doing stand-up. I might do stand-up. It's a dream of mine. Um, but mm. I just... I don't know. Awesome. No one knows that. This is the real tea. I'm, I'm actually bringing things that I don't share with people. Most yes. of what I have talked about tonight has been something that I don't normally talk about because I'm very careful. That's how you know it's a good interview right there. That's what all interviews should try to be. 10 out of 10. There's a very big difference between Microsoft and Activision, but at the end of the day, they need to do their own thing in their own way. Period truth (laughs) hashtag truth 
<laughs> okay, Posix said, everyone says to find your niche and do what you're good at. What if you don't know what you're good at? If you genuinely can't find your niche because you don't think you are good at anything. Further, what if you don't have the bubbly, happy personality? Oh my God, my bubbly personality, for example, has been the bane of my existence. I hate it. I really hate it. Um, people can sometimes take me as not uh, authentic or yeah. fake because oh God, I'm yeah. so happy all the time. Yes. I'm just really happy and I just can't help it. Um, it's been like really a hard thing to work with um, because like the mood of the world right now and just how creators are, if you're not posting a sad tweet, you're like not in the cool club, I feel like. And I'm just like, I can't. I'm just, I'm so happy to be here. Um and for the other part of the question, what was uh, what was that? Uh, was that? How do you find your niche and how do you figure out niche. what you're good at? If you don't know what you're good at, then you haven't tried enough stuff. Period. Go try stuff. Try everything. Try, try every game. Try um, seeing how things make you feel. Just try everything. If you haven't found your thing, that's kind of cool because you know it's out there. So just... Mm-hmm. Just be aware of yourself. Be kind to yourself. You don't have to have one thing. Like, I don't have one thing. There's not one game that I'm drawn to or stuck in. There's no one directory that I'm just like, we're home. Like, there's none of that. So just try everything. That's so true. This is a big reason why, like, people should really travel more and experience more in life because without those experiences, you're not able to like open up your mind to the ways that other people live and other people's expectations and societies and, and lifestyles reality, and reality. Just, like there's just so reality much check, to the man. world. Like, like yeah, there's, there's so, there's, there's so much things. out there. If you haven't found your thing, it's out there. And if you don't think that it is, it's, you're exactly right. It's because you haven't explored enough. You need to do more stuff. Do more stuff. Do more you lucky. stuff. You lucky individual, you. Go do all the stuff. Go on. <laughs> Go on. You can do Go it. on. <laughs> Positivity. <laughs> um, uh, Layuda okay. Mill, there we go, asked, how important is it to have some kind of following on another platform like Instagram or Twitter? Um, I think that it's a good place to sort of share different aspects, right? Instagram's more pictures yeah. and they're now has like a Snapchat thing. Snapchat's still a big thing. It's going to have an algorithm soon. So I would definitely still be using that. Um, the only thing that I don't getting like about- an algorithm. What? Yes. There's a lot of things coming to Snapchat. Snapchat's coming to Twitch. So it's not going yeah. anywhere. Um, the only thing oh, that I would man. do is just extreme caution just because the location finder and stuff is really, really weird. And I still don't like that app, but it's working and it's it's going through stuff. Um, Twitter is really good just because that's where we are. That's where I that's how I met so many of my friends. <laughs> that's like where we chat. Like you guys, most people go to Reddit to talk about specific things. Streamers go to Twitter. And so if you really want to be a part of the conversation, just join in on whatever tweet we're complaining about because we're talking about something all the time. Um, but that's also another thing is you you don't see some of the bigger creators that kind of have their thing going on. You, you kind of got their groove. They kind of are a little bit bigger. You don't see them on Twitter all day long. You just don't. They're busy making yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. So you don't want to sit on social media. And that's something that, 
you're going to kind of go back and forth with. I sometimes post too much and then I'll be like, no, I'm not gonna. And then I do. And then it's just like a figure out what you like to do, but also look around, like be aware. Like you don't see people, you don't see Ninja talking about nothing all the time. It's usually streams, clips and stuff. It's, um, it's important to have a presence. It's not yeah. important to just scroll all day. Just scroll and sit because you lose your productivity and then you're that person who just sits on Twitter. And as much as I love them, uh, I know that they could do so much more with what they have to say. Like maybe make a video about it or whatever. We have to think like the smartest people in the world are working on social media and their main goal is how do we make this super addicting? That's why we scroll on social media, like all social Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Think about it. You scroll scroll, because it's addictive. Like that's, that was a thing that they specifically came up with to addict us. It's very scary. And I feel like 2019, all of us should be focusing more on how do we have a presence, but how do we not get bogged down in literally everything that's happening on social media because you're right content creators we should be creating like we should be making stuff not focusing on like who said what on twitter and should we make a response or not like do we need to get involved how do we get more attention like my main thing this last month or so has been i'm just going to use my favorite scheduling application i'm going to schedule my tweets i'm going to schedule my instagram and beyond that i'm like I don't need to give a crap about this anymore because there's way too much time that I'm spending here that I could be spending on like the ebook or courses or getting stream things coach that you actually like, doing want. other things. Yeah. Doing things the more productive stuff. Just write down things you actually want. And when you feel tempted, like you, if you have to trick yourself, then do that. Like put mm-hmm. a post-it note somewhere or an app or like delete the app or whatever you got to do. Um, remind yourself what you actually want to do with your day. And that's been really helpful. It's really hard to stay self-motivated, especially when you're your own boss and like everything counts on doing stuff. Like it's really hard, but it's not impossible. So So true. I love that. Vex dead asked, I'm a female and I dress like a guy because I find the clothes more comfortable, but should I worry about how I look because of that? Uh, what do you mean by dress like a guy? Just wear like gamer shirts? Because I do. I mean, um, I wear whatever I want. I learned that it doesn't matter. People are going to ask me if I'm a guy or not. <laughs> like, it doesn't yeah. matter if I, if I decide to wear a tank top that day, which has been a funny staple in my career. It's just been like, she's wearing a tank top. <laughs> Get her. I love. Booby streamer. Um, but just wear whatever you want. You, I mean, it's not about if you want to. So for me, I can only talk about myself. I like to sort of put myself together because it makes me feel good. I enjoy wearing lipstick. I enjoy sort of getting ready and having a sort of like a, a little ritual before a stream and just like sort of like going. That's like my thing, but it's not something I always do. And it's not for anyone else. If I liked wearing red lipstick for stream, I'd be like, I'd be miserable. I'd be upset because I would feel like I'm, I have to be a certain way for whatever. There's so many people and so many things out there that you can't waste your time. It's mm-hmm. so precious on what people are going to think or like or want because there's going to be so many people who love what you do and they're going to gravitate towards that. I literally had bright purple hair, <laughs> big red lips, and crazy dark brows when I started to be loud because it, I wanted to sort of um, 
just sort of parody myself as a, a streamer. And then it ended up being my thing. And then I fell in love with it and it gave me wings. Like I had no idea purple hair would be so freeing for me. I had no idea it would make me feel so confident. So I went on a lot of journeys to try new stuff. So you just got to do what you like and you never know. You just yeah. never know. Yeah. Everyone should like, everyone should be unashamedly themselves. If you like to wear guys clothes, wear dudes clothes. One of the sexiest things on this planet is women in suits. Like it's so freaking it's true. amazing. Have you seen Elspeth's <laughs> like, Instagram? It's literally her in She's suit. in a suit. <laughs> Shut it's up. Amazing. Are you serious? Stop. I'm so gay now. <laughs> that's what? <laughs> that's my dream. Okay. That's, I need yeah, to calm down. Great. I'm definitely not going to her Instagram right now on my <laughs> phone, just secretly. She's going to fall out of her chair. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Anyways, uh, be unabashedly yourself. Like, don't let other people put limitations you on also, you that you have to be yeah. a specific type of person. You don't have and to live can, by someone else's beliefs. You can also be really loud, too. You can you can shake it up. You can be dramatic. You can just. Yeah. You can do whatever. Literally, there's a guy on Twitter who makes parody videos of him talking to himself as a Twitch employee or whatever. Like, what's his name? I forget. But he 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 I creates like that. these little skits of him just like pretending he's Twitch and then pretending he's another character. Oh, the Lance. No, that's right, Lance. Lance. Um, yeah, we're gonna have him on he, in a couple weeks. Yay! He's amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, you just gotta try stuff. Just be like, be, try new things. Be goofy. If you're like, wow, I don't see this going on, then do it. Do it. I want to see it. Yeah, he's awesome, right? And he started off by just like being fed up with the situation and it went off. And he was like, wow, there's a lot more situations we can get into. And then we went and did the thing. So you never know. I, I love Lance, but I'm so distracted by Elspeth in suits. <laughs> It's Ooh. really good. Oof. Okay, turning that off. <laughs> She's so beautiful. <laughs> She's been one of my best friends for so long, and I'm so thankful to have her in my life. We've just sort of... It's, it's just like <laughs> just like being an older streamer. We didn't know what we were doing, and there weren't very many of us. So we all just sort of like grew up together, kind of, mm-hmm. right? So we would all go to all these conventions together... And we would all just barely make it get by. And now that everyone's sort of taking off and doing their own thing. And it's just been really cool to be a part of each other's life. And that's like what I hope for everyone that watches this. I hope you guys find people to share your life with. Because that's what's most important. Uh, it's so uh, good. My emotions. <laughs> Stepping back. Okay. Um, we can talk all day, though. I feel like I Ash know. and I- we're going to go to a convention or we're going to see you at St. Jude. We're going to see each other at, yeah. at St. Jude summit. We're just going to talk. I just want it. Yeah. We're just going to talk. We're just going <laughs> to chat forever. Mm. Dark Chronicle asked, I can't pick just one thing. I love variety streaming, but is that a bad idea? No, it's hard though. It's really hard. You have to be a little bit smart about it. Um, but no, it's not a bad idea. I actually, I'm very variety. I have very strong holes to like, first person shooters and stuff but if you can do it like my girlfriend 55 she's incredible she's she's amazing at figuring out how streaming works but she also kind of shows up and we both talked about this a lot and we kind of look and see like okay like what 
what game do I like to play? How's that directory doing? Cool, let's try it. And then we just go for it. That's so good. Try, try. That's so good. Um, there's a, a study, and I'll try to remember to post this link later. But I looked into like a ton of actual like research studies from different colleges and like actual freaking scientists that were looking into Twitch behaviors and what gets people to watch content on Twitch. And the Ooh. biggest thing, it was so fascinating. I have to send you oh. these. I'm going to make a video over these <laughs> studies too because I'm like, holy freaking crap. It's mind-blowing. A lot of people think like people watch because it's all about the skill or it's like all about what? Uh, the most, yeah, they think like the most viewers, the most uh. skill, the most, they think it's for the weirdest reasons. And it's, it's not like people watch because of the personality and ultimately game choice is what you use to position yourself. But game choice doesn't matter if there's not personality to match it or some other value to match it. There can definitely be like Ninja. I don't know if I would say he's the most like personality oriented creator, but he is really skilled. So that's his like main value. That's why people will stick around and he also has the unique but he's also he's ninja thing. very loud like if you've ever watched him he's very good he's like a fortnite he's like a prodigy but he's also yeah. hilarious yeah he's really fun to watch and he's really good so it's he won mm -hmm. i feel like you have to be the first the best or you get creative and that's just how it is there's really only three ways to categorize it like if you go and see big streamers, you're like, wow, how are they so good? They arrived the first, the best, or they got creative, or they know the people, or they're affiliated or something. Like, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. It's pretty simple. It's huge. It's so important. I think, like, people get way too, too weirded out about game choice, like, I don't think I would really suggest any channel if their goal is growth to like stream Fortnite, stream the most popular games. It doesn't freaking matter because ultimately you do have to think about positioning. <laughs> like if you don't have content anywhere else, people are only finding you through Twitch. Like you're going to get buried. Oh God. So the only reason why I play Fortnite on stream is to get at my chat because they're so nice to me. So if they're too nice to me, I will turn Fortnite on. <laughs> <laughs> So you got to kind of, you got to shake it up. Like you got to kind of figure out like, yeah, think outside the box and sort of uh, do your own thing. Mm -hmm. It's so great. I mean, beyond playing those like super popular games, there's, there's so much space. There's so many other places like playing one game won't necessarily make your channel absolutely explode unless the value is there like with that game too and with your personality in that specific directory so the personality matters so much more than game choice and game positioning it's uh, uh, don't get bogged down in the freaking details put on the best show that you can okay but i love like I do love looking at directories and making strategic choices. I think all of that absolutely has I a place. I think that's so fun, It's though. so smart. I it is it's fun. Really fun. Yeah, you also I like to it, too. You see who's playing. And if you, like, like last night, Kate and I played um, freaking Apex. Apex yeah. But I noticed she, because she's usually into, into, into Battle Royale games, and I'm into shooters, and I was like, Kate, let's do this. And then my friend Geek, I was like, let's go. And so she's a streamer on Facebook. She went from she went from Twitch to Facebook and she was playing with us and it was awesome. Like it's we're just friends. Yeah. <laughs> you do what you got to do at the end of the day and we're there for you no matter what. 
Like that's period, 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 the end. Okay, last question, and then we're going to wrap this up. This one is from Vimana, who asked, now you have a passport. What's your ultimate must-visit oh, destination? <laughs> Canada. I'm actually going to Canada. I'm going to the Vancouver meetup. So if you're in Canada and you want to hang out with all of us, we're all going to be there. there um, Kate's going. There's so many people. Uh, little Siha and I are going to go up together, and... Hopefully we'll take most of the team with us, but there's a lot of people going up to that meetup. So we'll be there. I would really love to go somewhere. I don't know. Anywhere. I have my passport now. I can go anywhere. But Canada, I missed out on an opportunity to do stuff with Anthem. And oh, yeah. That's because I didn't have a passport. And so uh, I was like, wow, I'm not, that's never happening again. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a passport. <laughs> That's so good. I need to get one too. Where would you go though? Would you go anywhere? Oh I feel like God. right now the world's kind of crazy, but I would love to go to like Europe. I would love to go to Germany. I would love to go to Australia. I have a lot of viewers in Australia actually that oh, I'd wow. love to meet in Ireland. I <laughs> traveling random. is like so huge for me. It's really, really important. And one of my like big goals is getting to the place where I'm location independent, which I kind of am right now since I'm a content creator, but I want to get to the point where I'm like, I'm able to travel as much as I want to and not be held back by like, well, I can't afford it or I have to like pay rent. I can't afford to go on this vacation. So yes. that's, that's one of my major, major goals within the next couple of years is get to the point where I can just live my life, like traveling all the time. Yeah. And I think I, that would be yeah, I like would go everywhere. I want to go everywhere. I think, I think we're similar in that. I think I don't need a lot of money. I just would love to be at a place where I could just be like, you know what, guys, we're going to go to freaking Hawaii this week. Let's yeah, go. Exactly. Um, and then then we do something cool and we make something cool there. The thing you you have that's really cool is that you could kind of do this stream coach situation and videos and stuff like anywhere you could even do like a q a on the beach that would be oh really my god cool. that would be so cool <laughs> yes um oh. but yeah no i i just i just enjoy creating brainstorming brainstorming is my favorite i love coming up with really weird ideas and i have books and books filled with just stuff i haven't even used yet so i think that's keeping creative flow is really important because i could think of stuff all, all day yeah same <laughs> Mav, where can everyone go to find you? I am literally everywhere. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. I don't even know what. Pretty much every social media platform at The Mav Show. Um, and I stream usually more evenings right now just because I'm working on a new resolution of trying out YouTube and doing a bunch of other stuff during the day. Sometimes we do bonus streams in the afternoon, but for the most part during the day is filming. Uh, and you can kind of see the behind the scenes of that on my Instagram. I hope that you all enjoyed that. The Mav Show is just absolutely amazing. Mav, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, let's hang out more. <laughs> I love you so much. You've got so much great information for everyone and it's really fun theorizing with you and being able to to 
just come up with all these goofy things of what might happen in the future for Twitch. So I love you so much. Thank you for spending your time with us. If you didn't know, we actually just released an ebook. So if you want to check that out, you can go to streamcoachbook.com. Also, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show, my friends. What are you doing? Hello? <laughs> Don't forget to leave us a comment on your podcast platform if possible. If not, you can tweet at me and give us feedback. But really, thank you all so much for letting me do this and for supporting the show. Uh, I'm so honored and humbled every single day that I get to speak into your lives like this. So thank you for spending time with me. Uh, maybe consider sharing the show with a friend that you think might really enjoy it. And I will be here to keep bringing you as much information as I can about streaming and helping you all out as much as I can. I really do care about your journey and your success. And I'm very happy to be a small part of that. I will see you next week. I love you so much. Bye. Before I get emotional here, oh, I'm gone.